When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, talkers. It's Thursday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia here on this sunny but cold day. No worries. We've got a lot of fun ahead of us here, so let's sit back and enjoy the ride, you guys. Oh, I'm nice. ready to sit back. I'm ready to sit back. Would somebody entertain us, please? Okay, no, I just have to tell you. Last night, bowling was so much fun. First of all, I hadn't been in like three weeks. Right. So it was so good to see my peeps. Yes, isn't cold that the truth? as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very uh-huh. cold night. I mean, when you took off your shoes to go barefoot down in the lanes, it felt like you were in the cold heart of somebody's basement. Right. You know, just, it really was bone chilling last night. So get on my shoes, say hi to everybody. And first of all, I'm in shock because Joe, Joe is the guy who for eight years, I thought he and his brother were the same guy. And mm-hmm. it was only at a bowling banquet that I realized there were two people. <laughs> oh, no. Crap. My blondest moment. No, you've had more. I know, but Joe, but that was a Joe and his brother. That was really a. My mind was blown when they were sitting side by side at the banquet after bowling. (laughs) uh, You know, and I'm like, wait, you two are not one person, (laughs) and they just looked at me. So Joe. The one who, he goes, how could you tell us apart? And I said, well, some weeks you were crabby and some weeks you I weren't. That, I remember vividly. <laughs> remember oh, yeah, the best so, response. Oh, yeah. So then digging the hole deeper. Oh, and you, yeah. So Joe, who is was the one I described as crabby, just love him to death. But he's on our team, okay? And he wears shorts every week to bowl. Stop. Oh. But last night. Does he wear tights underneath? No. Last night he said, Lori, look at me. I'm in my jean slacks. He had jeans <laughs> oh. on. But I love that he called them slacks. slacks. Thank you. That's such he my was just, dad. I was, was I just calling something a slack. Well, we're like, oh my God, because he really, well, he said, yeah, when it's below zero, no shorts. So, you know, we always have sports on at the lanes and there was a Timberwolves game. And the wild. I, and, and then I see this soccer game oh, and yeah. I see people in goggles and stuff. And I, I said, what is Where's this game? Mm-hmm. And the guy we're we're bowling against he goes, "Oh, this is a this is Allianz. a very meaningful World mm-hmm. Cup game at Allianz Field in St. Paul." I said, "That is astonishing." Who scheduled okay. this? Seriously, so seriously, I leave here and I go. I have to go by Snelling Avenue to get out to Woodbury oh. on ninety four. I'm turning on to ninety four off of two eighty. It is packed. Like I haven't seen traffic, and I for immediate thing I thought. Oh, this is horrible. There's traffic. And then I thought, oh, no, the low J replace. I immediately started thinking, more listeners for our show. It, it was, was a parking packed. lot. Yeah. 
But they played out. Who who got that through the system, though, Grant? So one of my other friends, one of my other friends on another bowling team, who's a a girls' high school hockey coach, and I heard Rocco went, but I had him explain it to me because I was so astonished that they were playing, and I immediately worried about both goalkeepers. Because at least the other people are running around, but all they can do is do jumping jacks. But really, can you do jumping jacks while you're in the net? Because who knows what's going to happen. So I'm worried for the goalies, and it hasn't even started. And then angel bells ring and birds whistle, because then walking across my screen is a man who looks like the the man-child of Thor and David Beckham. And I immediately (laughs) said... To my guy, the sucker. I know, beautiful. I saw that picture in the paper. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That man's name is Walker Zimmerman. Oh, so this was a World Cup game. It was the United States game game eleven of fourteen. The next three games are in March. One's in Mexico City. One's in Costa Rica. What a cool for Allianz Field. Well, here's what the field uh, is heated, though. By the way, here's what Chip (laughs) Scogan says. Okay. He said, the folks, uh, he said, was Antarctica already booked? Right. <laughs> Who came up with the bright idea to have a World Cup qualifying match in Minnesota in early February? I love it. Apparently, they feared losing to Honduras and wanted to make the visitors uncomfortable. <laughs> a weird theory that raises a couple of obvious questions. Is the U.S. team stocked with players who do polar plunges? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes to play outside when that's cold, wherever you call home. Also, did the U.S. Soccer Association need bone-chilling weather to defeat Honduras? If so, the national program needs to reevaluate things. Hysterical. There was a very funny comment. But the Honduras uh, goalkeeper... Had to leave the yeah. game to be treated for hypothermia. Two Theory? players actually had Theory to leave is. the game for hypothermia treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of and those players were out there literally in shorts and a t-shirt and they had socks. They didn't oh, even add an extra neck hoodie thing yeah, on. Some of them were literally out there like they were playing in Honduras. So oh my word. to quote the Star Tribune, it was cold, beer, bold, and weird. Mm-hmm. You know, but but we now know we have Thor Beckham. <laughs> He's hot. Uh, Walker Zimmerman and his teammate named Christian uh, Pulisic. Easy for you. He kind of looked like a little baby Tom Cruise. He kind of does, doesn't (laughs) he, Lori? Okay, I got to get back to the um, you. We posted the link, and I think Holly just told us about the thing about Pam. Yes, yes. A lot of people. We just got something from Dee Dee um, on our My Talk app feedback. She said the thing about Pam is up. Very popular podcast. Yes. Produced by Dateline, narrated by the beautiful voice of Keith Morrison. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy with the unique voice. It also happens to be Matthew Perry's stepfather. So whatever that means. That, but involved. so this is a really popular podcast. It reminded me when I looked at the trailer of the Amanda Pete and Christian Slater show about Betty Broderick. That oh, was on right, Lifetime, right, 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 Dirty right. John. Or, and that was based on a podcast. The, yes, it was. And a true story and right. everything. Yeah, that was there's, a crazy there, story. There's a chance they could make a movie out of us. Oh, of us? Based something on the My Talk podcast. Julia, I have a movie film file that is as old as we've been on the air. Okay. 
I thought that from day one. Oh, this is going to be the greatest movie. She did. Sharon she had his name and can play me. Brian Lambert. Help me with this. I had Sandra Bullock idea. picked out 20 oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were we so full of ourselves. You still are. It could still happen. Hey, anything can happen. Exactly. Anything is possible. I Julia. really just loved when I heard that there was a soccer game going on. I was like, wow. And we and we watched it. I mean, I just kept watching. And I was like, oh my gosh, these poor. And then they'd scan the crowd. The smartest people were the people with their big jackets on, their hats, their gear up over their thing, and then their ski goggles. That's brilliant to get the wind out of your eyes. All you really then had was the tip of your nose because it's amazing, you know. It It would have been a fun thing to go to, though. That's too cold. For bragging rights. Too cold. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, in the last month, we've had two major sporting events in town, both outdoors, on two of the coldest days yeah, the of ice, the year. Ice the, I, yeah, the ice skating day. Yeah, the U.S. coach said, well, we just took the average temperature in February, and that's how we decided. <laughs> and I thought, oh, you. Because last year was warm, if you remember. I don't remember. And we didn't have snow last winter. So, okay. yeah. All right. Oh, uh-huh. funny. All right. Well, listen, we come back. We're, it's not only our story we can't get enough of, but uh, it's uh, somebody really giving us just a little bit of good couch. Oh, yes. Tim McGraw. Yes. Well, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill have been out promoting 1883. Faith Hill stopped by the late show, Colbert's late show on Tuesday night, and last night it was Tim McGraw's turn to mm-hmm. stop by, and uh, I'm up to date on 1883. Rotten Tomatoes critics like it at 86%. The audience likes it at 85%. The person that I can't take my eyes off, Sam Elliott, is such an amazing cowboy. He really he was really made to be a cowboy. And the girl who narrates it and plays their daughter, Darling. Isabel May, is so beautiful. What's her name? Isabel May. Oh, she is beautiful. And, you know, this past week's episode, Rita Wilson uh, was running uh, the landing. Uh, don't like, tell her. It's like a general store at right. Doan's Landing, which is a place where they were going to stock up on their... They just finally are getting out of Texas. This is the slowest moving group of people I've ever seen in my life on a, and I know there's a lot of wagons, but there were a few fun things that happened, but this week's episode was a teeny bit slow, but you know, Taylor Sheridan, just like on Yellowstone, he loves to give us wide panoramic views. He wants us to see how beautiful our country is. That's right. So here's Tim McGraw talking about, and it's on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. That's right. And he's talking about how, um, in maybe the second episode of 1883, Tim McGraw's character is having a flashback to the Civil War, and um, Tom Hanks makes a uh, cameo as a general. Here we go. There's also a really special cameo in the second episode of 1883. How'd you end up ah. with this general right here, who is none other? <laughs> tell the people who this is. Tom Hanks. That's Tom yeah. Hanks right there. Yeah. yeah. Cool cat. Cool cat. Have you known Tom for a while? Tom and Rita and their kids and our kids, we've been family friends for a long time, been on vacations together and hung out together for quite a long time. Who knew that? My middle daughter and their youngest son went to school together, college together. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been friends for a long time, just great people. And and, um, this cameo thing came up and we were doing the show and I called Tom and I says, look, I don't want to put any pressure on you and I know you're Tom Hanks and you can do anything you want to do in the world. 
But if there's any chance you'd be interested in this cameo, I sent him the script. If there's any chance you'd be interested in this cameo, just let me know. And he goes, tell me when and where and I'll be there. Oh. And he showed up and it was so sweet. He, he went to everybody on set, shook hands with everybody, took pictures with everybody, and, and couldn't have been nicer. And, and it really... It was really special. It made me feel good. It made everybody else feel good. And, and um, that doesn't sound that, like him. <laughs> no, I know. I know. What an ass Tom Hanks is, right? Anyway, and then of course, then that explains why Rita Wilson is in this one and done scene. It seems like, unless you know somebody goes back to this Don's Crossing, but um, it explains, you know, why Rita is that, you know, because they're like a great buddies and the character that um he plays he's he's a union general right who offers John Dutton some consolation before taking him prisoner okay because D- John Dutton is fighting for the south yes and the civil war the scene we see is at the battle of Antium which was in the single biggest day of casualties yes in, in our war's history in the yes. United States, 26,000 men were killed on that battlefield in one day. Is that a, wow. um, and, you know, he, he played General G- George Meade. So he is a real person. And then he was arrested. And um, one of the things that was really poignant, and it is not a spoiler alert. Uh, anyone who's a history buff probably already knows this, but he's talking to I can't remember who he's talking to, and he's talking about maybe answering the daughter. Have you, you know, how do you, how can you, how does a person live with himself after you kill somebody? Right. And um, he starts telling the story about how, and of course, now you have to think think back of you know when this is and everything. But he says, you know how the there's teenage boys, and you see them in every war and. They're holding they're they're uh, they're holding the flags, and that's so the generals be that's running that army can see where the front line is, and same with on the other side, and that's why the flag bearers are always the first. If you can, you got to shoot them. Oh, interesting! You got to shoot. I mean, I never knew that. I mean, I I've seen this in yeah. medieval things, right. and you know, you always see someone with the flag, and they're. Always kind of at the front, but to the side, and they're like, "Yeah, the the person carrying the flag is a you know target." So, yeah, I was just like, "My," I was like, "Okay, I did not know that." I'm like three behind, I okay. think, on this because mm-hmm. I think it's slow. Mm-hmm. It I think I think it's lovely, but I just there's so many other things I'd rather watch. Yeah, and it's just on once a week or whatever. Yeah. but I kind of Casey and I kind of find ourselves. And, and Grant, are you like me it. behind a few? Yes, I'm behind mm. two. Okay, and um, still like it. I'm, I'm I'm into it. And this was interesting. You keep talking about this daughter. Did you see that Tim McGraw released a statement from his record label about the girl and his? So the relationship that he has with uh, Isabel May. The person who plays his daughter she looks like a Elsa. young, freckled Jennifer. She's Lawrence. gorgeous, and he said that he literally sees he, how his relationship with his on-screen daughter Elsa. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that. I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...is very similar to the relationship that he shares with his three real-life daughters, Gracie, Maggie, and Audrey. And then he went through this whole, se- se- like, released a statement saying how each of them represent a part yeah. of who else it's just yeah. kind of cool how it's, he's finding she's that probably co- in the middle of all yeah. their ages yeah she's definitely a young 20s. and i'm just telling you wow is, does she look good on the big screen yes, yeah does. beautiful or at beautiful. least the you know yeah 58 inches i have on my wall yeah right <laughs> and you know earlier this week we were all bummed out about that paramount hadn't uh you know mm-hmm. renewed yellowstone and that kevin costner was going to start filming a movie in may called horizon a civil a civil uh, war era movie and we're like well, when are they going to film Yellowstone well maybe you guys that was a negotiating tactic that uh, Great point. he was using in the press because now Paramount has announced that not only is uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone renewed but that the movie Horizon will start shooting in late August so yeah, that good. Yellowstone can start shooting in May there you go Okay, and uh, this is Movie Horizon is Costner's big comeback as a film director and movie star, and it's all based on the popularity of uh, Yellowstone. And pre-production will already be in motion when Yellowstone starts shooting, and it has to be right on time to make Costner's late August filming for Horizon get going. So you're saying he's not going to make it to the State Fair again this year? He's not going to make it at the State Fair. And then... um, Horizon, I wouldn't be surprised if Paramount ends up getting involved, but for season five of Yellowstone's guest star Jen Landon, and she's the um, cow cowgirl or the cowboy, whatever, I guess cowgirl, what do you call it? The ranch hand. The, the ranch, ranch hand, hand, yeah. With the pinkish hair. Oh, I love real her. Tough. Yeah. Michael Landon's, Landon's daughter. daughter. Oh. Yes. She has been up to regular status, and she's Good. B- been a big hit. Strong. Um, She's a strong character. Yeah, she and is. she was a big hit in her late teens on As the World Turns. Oh, that's where she that. started that she was on As the World Turned. Now she's on one of TV's biggest series. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's that's really sit back good. Sit Did back. you watch Ray Donovan, Julia? Have you finished it yet? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, fine. No, I had uh, so satisfying. Yeah, I is that and that the beginning is, of it I've watched. Uh, yeah, but even the opening credits, I can't wait to see it. But I was watching what were you watching? Some hockey game on a computer. My son was over last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we watched another hockey game on the TV. And then we talked about hockey, but actually we watched Captain America. I've never seen oh, good. the very mm-hmm. first Avengers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that was I've never seen it. We started that, you know, at 10.45 last night, oh, so I'm wow. a little sleepy. I know it. All right, Grant, what's happening with the traffic? Right before we get to the traffic, I want to give you one of these with all this Kevin Costner talk. Okay. Kevin, how are you? Hi, Julia. It's Oh, say that again. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in the studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? <laughs> <laughs> Cozy up, girl. Oh, there we go. Oh, a little, little Kevin Costner girl. love with all this talk. All right, well, let's get to your mic. The little Dolly Parton, I love that song. Big jeans and faded Big jeans. jeans. It's just so good. That Dolly. Anyway, Dolly 
announced today that she will be hosting the 57th Academy of Country Music Awards. Uh, it'll be on Prime. They paid. Not going to be on CBS. Be on Prime on March 7th, and it's going to be in Las Vegas. And it will stream without any commercials, the whole two-hour show. Mm -hmm. There will be a co-host. We don't know who it is. Last year, Keith Urban and Mickey Guyton hosted the award show, and we we did like it. So we don't know who Dolly's going to be doing it with, but um, she's having a big march because her album, Run, Rose, Run, comes out March 4th, and the song that we just played, Big Dreams and Faded Jeans, will be on it. Run, Rose, Run, her book with James Patterson. March 7th, just announced as a nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And now she's coming back to the uh, to host this. And she did host the ACMs the last time in 2000. It, that seems wild to me. Yeah, she hosted the rival CMAs. Okay, how do you feel about this, that it's on Prime? Because we just got in our email box, mm-hmm. Prime memberships are going up. Because they made a deal with Thursday Night Football. So basically, you can't watch football on network anymore. You have to go to NFL TV. You know, Grant, you know, yeah. know this better than me. You can't watch it. So now this is going to be on that. I'd see, it's going to be to a point where, like, why do you even have... Well, I, I told you, cable TV is becoming like landlines. It is. Yeah. And network and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I will say this. I know a lot of people that have a lot of free subscription services with their phones. Yeah, you can. There's a lot they of ways to get done them. a lot of partnerships yeah. with phones. You got Amazon for free? Uh, oh, we no. No, because that's an expensive one. Prime is a whole number. Prime is 139 a year because you get the Amazon Prime shipping. Yeah, crap. we have that Prime membership. Yeah, so. yeah that one's the yeah. only one that doesn't really... Partner with anybody. It does, no. It's gone up to one thirty nine a year, people. If you yeah. wanted to know, it's effective the end of this month. Yeah. Oh yeah, but oh. it'll be the first award show that's been on a streaming service. So yeah. we'll see how it does, but and who who she will will do it with, um, as far as who the other co host will be. But right. I am delighted that it's going to be Dolly. Holly Dolly. Well, what? she'll do it. They've waited job. 22 years to ask Seems her wrong. Now, this news made me just flat out bummed out. Oh, don't make me cry. It's I'm not so anything tired. to cry. I'm not going right. to tell you that any anybody has passed away All or right, anything. What? But I got a heads up this morning. Oh, and I know. The, there's no Basilica Block Party, you oh. guys, in 2022. The best music festival of the year is uh, on a hiatus for one year. Um, Live events have had to rethink their strategy and future because of COVID, and the Black Party is no different. If you remember last year, they moved it from July and had it in September, and the day before, two days before they were going to headline, the Avett Brothers canceled. And I think they had to give a lot of refunds. Yes. And... um, it's a headache right it, now with COVID. I think taking ugh. a year off will give us time to rethink what the event could be. And um, so that was, uh, you know, because uh, like Summerfest, Milwaukee Summerfest is going to happen. We don't know about Rock the Garden, which happens usually the third weekend in June. And um, also, you know, uh, Basilica last year, they were one of the first big festivals. You had to show a vaccination card or, mm-hmm. or, or proof of mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, and less than 10,000 people turned out for both nights, even though it was a great lineup. But what do they usually have? about 15,000. Oh, so they were down 10 overall. 
Okay. Yes, All and right. also the Avid brothers. You know, there were people that got their money back because yep. you know that was an option. And of course, um, um, anyway. So it, it's it, it's just the pandemic. That's the uncertainties. Are there enough bands out there to even hire? Are people traveling? What are they doing? Are they doing smaller? Th- you know, blah blah blah. So they just decided. Yeah. So. That's a drag. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot feels, of people. And I, last year, really, it was such it was a great so lineup. Spoon, the Black yeah. Pumas, AJR. I mean, we just oh, had a blast. Had fun. I love the fall part of it, too. I, I, didn't you like the later? I mean, no, Lori, you Lori like the wants June? it on her birthday I weekend. I my birthday weekend. Okay. It's he always in the end of June. June. Oh, July. That's Lori it, yeah. is a creature of habit. Okay. Yeah, I will give you her summer. The Basilica Black Party. Then the Blues Fest in Duluth. And then... Oh, we've got to go to France after the fair. Well, listen, when... Oh, then we'll go to Mexico over Thanksgiving. Oh, and we'll go again in January. And oh, we'll go to Hawaii for March. Hey. Repeat. Circle repeat. More power to you. Circle repeat. Okay, no. Mm-hmm. I did like uh, hear, reading this news. Chris Riemann Schneider had a story a couple days ago that the Uptown Theater, which we were very sad yes. when they closed that. Yes. They had remodeled it. And I just remember going to see Rocky Horror Pictures totally. show that's, when I first I moved down here. And then you had a moment there in the bathroom once, if I remember. You had a quiggly stomach. At the Uptown Theater? Mm-hmm. Don't you remember? I missed the whole movie. Yeah, oh, she no. Did. She did. But it's <laughs> and a I lot, vividly I remember your story I love, I love talking about... Mm-hmm. The boba rig guy, rigmai. Yeah. What is the word? Well, boba rigmai is just when your stomach growls just and it's things moving. Yeah. That sound means that basically your poop is moving through your chutes. <laughs> yep. So Lori had <laughs> suffered boba. The real nice word is boba rigmai. <laughs> no, that's your. It's that. like I went to a movie and I said was in the bathroom the entire time. Oh, it was terrible. And there aren't a lot of bathrooms there, so people were probably bummed. But they, yeah, not at that time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, it's, use the man's. It's being remade into a live event. Lori doesn't want to talk about I know this. I don't. <laughs> Moving me, on. Me and my weak stomach. She does. You do have a weak me stomach. Too. Do you, Grant? Oh, yeah. I am like her half the time in the bathroom. Serious. Like, wherever I go. Yeah. Just, uh, I was in Mexico for five days. I never get a never in Mexico. Pooped. Once. Oh, when well, I travel? No. no. That's five Do days. No, we're not on a girl's trip, and we're not 85, and we don't want to know about your BMs, okay? It really this is something five days. that you and your girlfriends have a real bad habit of everyone talking about pooping. I can't stand it. It's my number one complaint on a girl's trip. <laughs> That's why we don't invite you. I don't like Mary's it. Mary's just going to sit and bitch at us for talking about oh, no. wrinkles I travel and poop. with you and I always have to hear. I don't mind if it's you. I don't want to hear a whole room full of women. <laughs> no, it was just me. Oh, traveling. I mean, five is days fun. is a long time, though. Julia, Julia, Julia. Mm. Eat some fiber. Get your metamucil. <laughs> yeah, we should talk after the show. I've got some tips for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they are going to... They're gonna redo. Uh, they're gonna they're, the guy who owns the armory and has re- redid the armory. Yes, and that's an amazing. Yeah. Yes, they want to make the Uptown Theater into a venue similar to the Palace. Oh, about oh, twenty one hundred awesome. people. Okay, that would fit. Do there. we need another venue? Well, he thinks Uptown needs a venue to bring people back. Yeah, Uptown needs point. serious stuff. And yeah. the damn Minneapolis Council. Better not implement their Fakakta Hennepin Avenue plan of taking it from two lanes oh. to oh. one lane no. 
with a parking lane and a bike lane and no parking on the street. Mm-hmm. You know Council? what that will do to all those businesses? Yeah. Would, yep. Oh, no, love. the parking thing is... What is wrong with the Minneapolis City Council? <laughs> I would like... Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Call us. Preach, Lori. I mean, no, but the getting it's rid already of- a pokey road, Hennepin, when it's busy with mm-hmm. two lanes. Are yes. they seriously wanting to go down to? Oh, that'd be ridiculous. Oh. On both sides of the oh, no. street and doing that same stupid thing they did on First Avenue, Mm-mm. where they had the bike lanes, the cars, and then the car. I mean, it's. It's it's accidents waiting to happen. It's businesses waiting to go out of business. It is absolutely the the most ridiculous idea. And I want these city council people to pull their heads out of their ever loving bike butts. Thank you. I am so with you on and, this. And and all to be named the healthiest city in the United yeah. States because we have Screw those it. bike paths. Screw these bikes. They don't need to be biking down Hennepin Avenue next to a car that's going to open their door and hit them anyway. <laughs> that's true. The way they have it set up. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. I've never. Who are these people? Oh, where are they? I know. I, all I know is I the did, businesses are freaking out. I seriously, just, the restaurants and businesses. And don't got, they have any idea about the tax revenue that they need from these businesses? Apparently, they think we're all going to be using hovercrafts and biking when, all over the place. And I, and I double dare people to ride a bike on yesterday's in yesterday's weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, it is dumb. We need street parking. Our businesses we need someone need with a business parking, sense, and we need Hennepin Avenue to have two lanes. Both directions. You got plenty of other streets to be on your bike. Mm -hmm. And these Minneapolis City Council people need to stop doing what they're doing. And listen to their business people that are talking to them and begging them. I I mean, Osman Cleaners has been there for like 30 years. People are not going to go somewhere where they can't just park in front and run in and run out. They're not going to park over on whatever that other street (laughs) is. It just... I am having a Julia Sugar Baker you moment. Certainly I love were. it. They and ruined First Avenue with they that. Did oh. ruin f- they did ruin First Avenue. They ruined First Avenue with that. And I'm sorry for the bikers out there for offending you, but this no, is... No, but I don't sorry. understand. There's they so many other streets for path. them to you're go right, on. You're right. They, got they don't need path. a direct route. No, I'm they sorry. do not. And besides, I'm also You can't for shop the... a lot, pick up your dry cleaning on a bike. You, biker, are in the wrong lane because you're between traffic and a parked car and the doors are opening. It's not safe anyway. Oh, that would be a bad... That's <laughs> just like out First Avenue. Bam. Right? Yeah. Anyway. All right. That Lord, was fun. Got that you. off your back. I love it. If anyone... Oh, great. Right, Lori. I wish I knew how to crack Lori my knuckles. for City Council. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm just like really tired of them I'm doing... I'm tired of the bike lanes taking over the sense of people. Like... The majority of people that ride their bikes, they're streets. Why do you have to have Grand Avenue, Summit Avenue, every other avenue? Yeah. Be biking. Yeah. Yeah. You got the short line biking. I mean, there's bike, 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 bike. We have had it with this Vakakta business. We want our businesses (laughs) to have street parking on Hennepin, and we want two lanes. Is that too much to ask? No, I don't think so. Nope. All right. We got to go. Are you sure? Are you done? Do you want a curtsy? I feel like you should bow. I'm sweating. I've got myself so worked up about this. I love it. All right, listen, uh, I, we got to talk about this hot show we are all going to want to watch, and it's brought to us by Shonda Land and Shonda Rhimes, I so we know it. it's going to be good. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're happy it's Thursday. By the way, last night at bowling, I got massive amounts of crap about our billboards. Why? What do you have them on every other street corner? You're trying to be Mike Lindahl? Are you waiting for somebody to get an 80-foot ladder and go up and give it graffiti? I mean, I just got Serious? crap after that is crap so funny. after crap from people. What did they, they get some kind of a deal? What are they, like 2,000? I see every other second. I'm like, oh, we haven't been on a billboard in a while. Let us just enjoy it. Exactly. Anyway, but that was kind of funny. All of your friends will give you crap. Oh, well, 100%. So this one buddy of mine who we always kind of trade, like, well, what what are you watching? Um, So that if we have a show for each other to watch, usually it's me recommending him because I don't know that anyone watches more TV than we do. I, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, re- I would agree. We win. Yeah, we win on that one. And Dottie Love is right up there. It's part of our job. And Grant, Grant, like, hangs Watch out it. with the Tuberuski as much as we do. But he <laughs> said to me, he goes, well, he said, my wife and I just finished Ozark, but I'm so mad we didn't re-watch three, season three because it happened two years ago. And they couldn't remember some we of We the- were kind of lost. And that show is so intense and so much stuff happens and right now Casey and I are just like two episodes away of being done with season three and we last night or a couple nights ago were like we had forgotten so much dastardly unbelievable dilemmas and situations that came up so anyway Ozark um, I was excited because Julia Garner who plays Ruth in Ozark one of the kids yeah, she's the runaway star, Ruth Langmore. Oh, she's she Marty Bird's right hand uh, woman. She's the curly haired gal. She also played the little sister in Dirty John, the one with Connie Britton. Oh yeah, in it, and she is going to be in this new Shondaland um, Netflix series called Inventing Anna, and she plays Anna Delvey, this con artist. And we posted the trailer. We're going to listen to a little of the trailer so you get an idea what it's about. And then um, Julia was on with Fallon yes, last night yes, talking about playing Anna in this Inventing Anna, which will be on Netflix on uh, February 11th. We might have a story. Her name is Anna Delvey. Or Anna Sorokin, no one's sure. She's either a rich German heiress or she's flat broke. The charges are insane. Anna committed real white-collar felonies while posing as a socialite in an attempt to steal millions of dollars. Hi, Anna. I just had some questions. I have a question. What's you wearing? You look poor. She has everything that is wrong with America. What do you want? Okay, yeah, so yeah. Anna Chumley... You know, from Veep and the, my girl, my girl, <laughs> she's dating herself going way back. Yeah, she's Love playing it. the lawyer. Julia Garner is playing this Anna Delvey, and this is a story we this read all about in the Post and everything in New York City. This con woman, and no one could figure her out. Well, Van, no one knew she was a con until people started missing money. But Vanity Fair was usually the first. when they find out. Yeah, but I mean, like, kind of like. On the hook with big money. I think yeah. it might have started with this friend, and they went on a trip to the Maldives, and she told her friend something about a believable enough story that her friend paid for the private jet. chartered jet. Yes. Anyway, Vanity Fair did this big expose, and she does end up getting arrested, and she is sitting in a federal 
prison uh, jail cell, and she has no intention of watching inventing. Anna. She doesn't. The, Someone went and talked to her. The 31 year old convicted fraudster wrote an essay for Insider in which she discussed her, uh, you know, life in jail, and she said, um, "I don't want to see a, a fictionalized version of myself in this criminal insane asylum." Uh, that I'm already in. So Julia Gardner is playing this uh, Anna Delvey, and with Shonda Rhimes producing it, I can't imagine it's not, oh, she's not going to be good. And I think it's an eight-part scene. And Julia, just FYI, before we play her little soundbite with uh, Fallon, her husband is the lead singer in Foster the People. Just I didn't know that. And she just turned 28, you know, yesterday along with Yeah, Mary I know. Styles. I did not know that. Yes, that's her husband, the Foster of the People. Um, and she's won two Emmys for playing Ruth, and she won a SAG Award also, um, if you remember. Okay, yes, so do. here she is talking with Fallon about uh, Anna Delvey's accent. I remember reading about her, it's like crazy, uh, the yeah. New York Post and stuff. And yeah. Like, wait, what happened? How did she do this? New York Post poster child, I feel like. She yeah. was all the yes. and, and uh, a great, uh, again, a great accent, a great voice you do with that. That it was probably the hardest accent I've ever done. It was a different mixture of accents. So, you know, um, you know, this is a girl who is saying that she's German, but she's really Russian. So she's not going to have a Russian accent. So first I had to um, do like a, a European, like a German accent, right? You know, but it's very subtle. It's like, you know, have a vocal fry at the end of it, whatever, right? And then, and then, you know, I had to add um, like some little Russian for certain words. It was a very bad Russian accent. But then I start to do like a... This is more of an Anna Delvey accent, and then it gets Americanized because you know how Americans kind of add a question at the end of everything? Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Europeans don't do that, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> what does that Yo, that was. She's good. She's so good. That is good. So, yeah, right there. <laughs> no. In I think that's, seconds, it. You just did so that's it. Anyway, she pretends to be an heiress with a $60 million fortune. This was and a compelling story. Compelling to story. Follow. follow. This will be a good true crime. <laughs> yes. So yes. And the drama of it. So February 11th. Take a look at the trailer if you're excited. And then, I got to tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, a friend of mine just finished the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Oh no, God, that's such a bad title. I love the name of it because we read the girl in the window. Yeah. And that they combined them, and she said it was really good. Well, with she's Kristen Bell, really in the minority on that. Do you know anyone who's tried it? Yes. Oh, really? Who? Uh, Donna did. Yeah. Did she and not like it? A friend it? of mine at the gym. Oh, Donna and, liked it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, people... Yeah. Yeah. Right, Go so, ahead and watch it. I don't have time for that show right now. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. such a... Yeah. I don't have time for much I mean, of. it's 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, so people either love it or hate this show. So you try it and give us your, give us your review about it. I just it. like the name. It's the worst name ever. The girl across the street. No, the woman in the house across the street from the girl, girl in the window. window. I mean, clunky right there. Just you feel like they've laugh. given up on the title. <laughs> they have given up um, on that. And by and by the way, if you're going to Las Vegas, yes, I've got a new burlesque show for you that uh, really sounds kind of fun. Now, I know it's not, uh, you know, Adele. But she's never coming back. I just want you to know mm -hmm. that the Empire Strips Back has a three year deal in Las Vegas. And I looked at the YouTube of it yesterday. It's a burlesque show 
and it's all Star Wars related. Okay. 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 Has the Empire strips back? And oh, it is, that's it's, <laughs> it's going to be in Vegas, and it's going to be glorious. So if you're looking for a great burlesque show, which is always kind of that's fun, a funny name. Look for the Empire strips back. Okay, that's funny. That's my Vegas tip. That's for a you. good one. We'll be right back.